Well, good morning, friends. How the heck are you guys? This is Ashley Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be April 15th. We are already halfway in the middle of the month. Time is flying by, you guys. You know, I woke up this morning and I was kind of having a crazy dream. I had it a couple times. I don't really remember what it was. But, uh, you know, next time I I need to get up and just write some things down, you know. What's the Lord say? Let's be honest. He says in the last days, right, God's going to pour his spirit out pretty heavy on people. And, uh, you know, so I was just thinking about that. You know, I'm thinking about what's going on in the world. And, you know, um, I was reading through, you know, some of the Old Testament and and again, just kind of looking at the things that provoke God's judgment and just his anger. You know what I'm saying? You, You guys get angry about stuff? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Do you guys see things that go on in the world and think, nah, we ain't doing this no more. You guys get what I'm saying? Like there are things happening all around the world. You guys that, uh, you know, it's pretty dang horrifying, honestly. And I think, Lord, how long will this go on for? And we know it ain't going to go on for long, right? Because the truth is eventually the Lord's going to come back. He's going to, he's creating a new heaven, and a new earth. As we see you guys, this earth and the, everything's passing away. Right. And, uh, you know, in this time, I believe God is refining his church. You know, I believe the people who say they know him um, are being, you know, purified with, uh, you know, the things that they believe about God are being exposed. And then the areas where God wants to grow, he's, he's growing the capacity by exposing the barriers that are inside of us, right? So it's a really wonderful time to grow and, and experience God for who he says he is. Because the only thing that's going to get between you and God is a thought process is a perspective and it's amazing how God is really rewriting the narrative in our minds that we've said about him through this experience you guys and I I shared that you know through reading Jeremiah this week you know when uh, he was like Lord I ate your words you know they were a delight to me but then the conclusion he came to about God was you know you're like a deceptive brook and God was like oh okay so when you repent and you decide not to utter worthless words and I just think about how much you know, even the Christian community, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law have misled the people of God through the conclusions they've come to about God that are not consistent with who he is, you know, and I, and I see it as a time that God's like, look, you guys represent me. All right. And now, and he always rebuked Israel for that. Right. Cause he was like, man, I've shown myself to you. He's like, my name will not be, you know, tattered through the mud. Right. And I was in, uh, I think it was Hebrews this morning, Hebrews 10, right? Because I know a lot of times we like to say, okay, well, you know, we're under grace now. You know, we can't be so harsh. And I'm thinking, you know what? There's got to be some balance though, because even in Hebrews, right? Hebrews, what is Hebrews? He's talking to people, Israelites, that have now been enlightened in Christ, right? They had the old law, the sacrificial system, and now they, they've come to accept Christ as the Messiah, right? So... God is always talking to his people. He's not playing around, right? And even in Hebrews chapter 10, you guys, he goes, if we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy and on the testimony of two or three witnesses, How much more severely do you think someone who deserves to be punished 
who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them, and who has insulted the Spirit of grace. For we know him who said, It is mine to avenge, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Come on, you guys, this is the New Testament. And I'm like, you know, Lord, think about how you know upsetting that must be for the Lord to look down on us, his people, who say we know him and trample on him and live as if we don't know him, right? And so I asked a question today, you guys, you know, because this was on my heart. It was like burning on my heart. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to talk about it, right? I'm going to be authentic. You know, I'm not going to quit being who I am, you know, I, and that's why I share these things with you guys. I want you guys to be so secure in who you are, because here's the deal. Let's just say these things pass, right? Let's just, let's just hope that God's just going to kind of expose the wickedness that's been happening in this nation, right? The things that make people groan and wail, right? Because you guys, there are some things that are going on in the world that are so detestable that you're like, Lord, come, Lord, come, right? So let's just say the Lord goes ahead and he does that. He cleans out the wicked of the land, right? For our sake. Now, there's always going to be people around us, especially people who say they know the Lord, who are going to say, oh, no, that's not how it is. You know, and it's kind of interesting. I just had this thought, you know, our biggest enemies sometimes can be the ones that we serve with, right? Jesus said the enemies, your enemies will be your own household. Isn't that interesting? Was it not the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who put Christ on the cross? Was it not the Israelites who told Joshua and Caleb that they weren't going to go into the promised land, right? It was people that they all said were underneath the same covering that tried to discourage them. So you guys, I'm telling you, it is so vulnerable to, to step out from the group and say, you know what, I'm going to believe God regardless of the conclusions y'all have come to. God is still good regardless of what you think. You have the knowledge of God, but if you have not come to the conclusion that he is good and you are still trampling him by your unbelief and by your sort of unregenerate lifestyle, I can't deal, I can't hang with that, you know? And I hope you guys feel the same way. I hope you guys are saying, Lord, I need strong people in my life who love you and are gonna believe that you're good regardless of what's going on. And regardless of I have people in my life like that or not. I'm convinced within myself. I can encourage myself. I have the spirit in me, right? So when you go into the promised land and there's these enemies, right? These people saying otherwise, you know, you're convinced, right? You you don't need anybody to try to convince you that God is real. And that's what I was, I've been really emphasizing this the last week or two. When are we going to start, you know, or when are we going to stop letting the experiences of other people who say they know the Lord determine what God's going to do in our life, especially if it doesn't look like a lot's happening with them. You're like, wow, Lord. Okay. Wait a minute. I thought when we're in you, you know, there's this grace and there's, there's these blessings and there's this peace, but they appear to have no peace. What's up with that? You know what? You got to learn to, to cultivate your own relationship that isn't based upon what you see in other people's lives. That's why he says, don't look to the left or to the right. Right? So I asked a question this morning, you guys. And I want you guys to think about it. When are you going to live like um, uh, your sins have been forgiven? When are you going to live like your sins have been forgiven? What is the fruit of a person who has been forgiven? 
You know, I'm like, when are we actually going to really, when are we as people going to let God's glory flow through us? That was the cry of Jesus' heart. He's like, man, Lord, he's like, I'm in agony. He's like, but what? what and he's like, my soul is troubled. What shall I say? Take me from this hour. Father, it's for this hour. I, you know, it's for this reason I've come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Why? What do we believe about glory that is keeping God's glory from manifesting itself in our life? Christ has already died and rose again. You know what I mean? Jesus said that we would do even more than what he did. Right? I mean, we either believe it or we don't. And if we don't believe it, let the fire of this world purify what you believe about God. That's not, that doesn't align with who he says he is. He's like, look, I know who I am, but you, do you know who I am? And do you understand that I'm trying to, you know, burn away the perspective that you have that keeps you from me? And isn't that funny? How the very word of God that we read it to, so we know him, we actually keep, our, we use the same knowledge to keep us from the God that we say we serve. You know what I mean? I'm just like, wow, Lord, you know what? Forgive us, God, for being your people and not living like we've been redeemed. For living so, you know, worried about our reputation or what people are going to think about us, how your glory wants to manifest itself through our life. It's like, Lord, forgive us for that. Let us, Lord, be firm, secure, and steadfast in your grace because it's sufficient, God. You've given us character because, I mean, we've, we've accomplished things in our life, Lord, by your grace. You've helped us, God. You've helped us have good marriages or you've helped us you know, be successful at work or we've been able to solve problems or whatever. We've got some type of character, God. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you that your grace gives us the ability to get back up on our feet again. Thank you, Lord, that, you know, we can understand our deep needs and our deep motivations and, and we can live from that place and not from the judgment of man and what they think our life's about because they can only see on the surface. I'm telling you guys, there's freedom in that. Jesus said the truth will set us free. So we got to let the truth of his word set us free in the context of our life and in light of the things that he reveals that keep us from him we need truth in those areas as well because there should be nothing that separates you from god and if there are things that separating you from god and you feel it in your heart yo i do you know if i if i'm asking god for something like something huge and my heart's like oh i don't know how it's gonna work out i'm like wow lord that's gotta go what do you mean i don't know how it's gonna work out okay since when when did i ever become god Right? I'm not God. I don't have it all figured out. I don't know everything. I know that I wasn't born all knowing and I'm okay with that. Right? I didn't I didn't ask to be on this earth. I didn't ask to be in this time period. Right? So I just have to trust that God, you know, he's he's got it all figured out. Right? And sometimes we just got to be emptied, you guys. And that's the other thing that's really been emphasized these last couple of weeks for myself is just your ability to be empty be empty of everything except for God, right? If you're feeling all stressed and kind of worked up about these images that you're seeing, say, you know what, Lord, I got to be empty. Because you, you're, and here was another question that came to mind, you guys, check this out. God will reveal to you who you have been listening to by how you respond back. I was like, dang, that's another thought, Lord. God will reveal to you who you have been listening to by how you respond back to him. He'll know. You'll know. So how are you responding back to the call of God on your life? Are you making excuses? Are you answering it back with fear when God says, hey, Adam, where'd you go? Oh man, I was naked, Lord. I was afraid. 
It's like, oh, who told you that? Somebody must have given you knowledge that wasn't consistent with what I gave you, because that's not what I said. Hmm. Who told you that? God's going to hold those things to account who told you that. Trust me. The enemies of God are not going to be around, y'all. One day they will perish. And they're out there, you guys. We know they are. Look at the world, man. We live in evil. There's evil in the world. And if y'all deny that, that's why you ain't got no discernment. You cannot deny the reality of this world. Why, why do you think Jesus said if it's possible, even the elect could be deceived? It's like, whoa, seriously, Lord? Why is that? Because we willingly can blind ourselves sometimes to the true reality of things. Right? I'm not saying take it in, because look what happens when you take it in. <laughs> right? You get those barriers. Be aware of it. So you're not ignorant, so you don't get played by the schemes of the devil. Have a, have a boundary between you, between you and the world. Don't be ignorant of it, but don't let it in. It has no place in you. Why do you think Jesus said, take your thoughts captive? You know, the, the serpent may bruise your heel, but you will crush his head. Do you think God was playing when he said that to us? Or are we just going to keep playing in our relationship? You know, and I'm like, Lord, I ain't trying to play like that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I'm done with that. You know, I want I want to be, I want to be everything you want me to be. And I want you guys to be everything God wants you to be. And I hope you guys want to be in that place too. I hope you guys are allowing yourself to be vulnerable and open so you're already naked and bare before God anyway. So why not just let it happen? Let the process happen. Let his glory be, be shown through you. Don't be playing around with it because God ain't playing around. I mean, come on. He even said in Hebrews 10, that's New Testament. He's like, look, what do you think is going to happen to those who trample the son of God? The only ones who are going to trample the son of God are the ones who had the knowledge of God to begin with. And he goes, the people who know me, those, he's like the punishment for them will be more severe. Right? The ones who, the servants who knew the master's will and didn't do it. Come on, you guys. We don't want to be those people. No. I'm like, Lord, mm -mm. nope. No way, Lord. I'm going after it. The violent take the kingdom of heaven by force, you guys. So these are all the things that are on my heart this morning. I wanted to share them with you. You know, I'm just looking at the world and I'm like, Lord, I know there's so much more to this thing than what we can see. And we don't have to live by the images that we're seeing. We're supposed to live by your word, your truth. And let us get a little sober, right? To be sober minded is not just, oh, okay, we're not drinking and smoking. Being sober of mind is you're not anxious about the things that are going on. And that's what it talks about. Was it first Peter five? Be anxious for nothing because your enemy, the devil roars, roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Anxiety breeds the attacks of the enemy. So if you're anxious, man, get to the throne of grace. Like do it now. Like, what are you waiting for? God did not say these things in vain, right? And so I'm like, you know what, Lord, I'm holding you to your word because I need it so bad. I will die without it, God. I will perish, right? So you guys just really get, get sober in the sense of, wow, you know what? I've been entertaining way too much crap, way too many things in my mind that are not influencing the truth of God in me. If you don't have the fruit of the spirit, if you don't have access to the fruit that God has for his people, when you are living in him, you're consuming trash and God will reveal that. He will, he'll reveal that by how you answer back. Hey, where'd you go? So how are you answering back to him today? I want you guys to think about that, all right? So core values, you guys, we are wrapping this thing up. Um, I, we've been talking about it for a couple weeks now. And uh, so I'm just gonna ask you guys the questions one more time. And this is gonna be a final wrap, you guys. And then tomorrow will be the beginning series of communication. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I hope this has been 
of value to you guys up until this point. I know it's taken a really long time, but this is important to me. I want to be thorough as possible. I want you guys to have a transition by the time you get done with this uh, series that you've gone from, you know, you had an idea of where you were and where you want to go. And now you're where you want to go, right? There was some movement that happened within you. There were some barriers that were busted through. There was some, you know, security within yourself, a foundation that, that has been laid. You know, you have a, a place to stand upon, you know, that you feel like, you know what? I don't have to base my life upon my performance, my circumstances or what other people think. So, um, you guys, let's go ahead and pray. I was like, wow, Lord, I've been talking for like the last 16 minutes. I want to pray for you guys really quick. I want to ask you guys these questions again. And, and we're done with values. We're done with core values today, you guys. Um, like I said, I just, I had to get that stuff off my heart, man. Some of the, sometimes God will just burden my heart with things. Not burden in a bad way, but it's sort of like that fire. I'm like, Lord, I got to talk about this. I can't, I cannot keep it in, you know? And so, uh, you guys, let's pray and uh, let's wrap this thing up. And uh, I just want to tell you guys, thank you for all your support. Thank you for your encouragement. And um, I just pray this podcast continues to add so much value to your life because God has added so much value to mine. I'm trying to take that and, and give it to you guys through the words on this podcast. So let's pray and let's wrap this thing up today. Father God, thank you for this day. Lord, 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 give us the grace we need to live out who you are in us, God, that we would be unashamed to let your glory flow through our life, God, regardless of what other people say and what they think about you. You know what, God? People are always going to have their opinions, but how limited is man? Lord, we know we were not born all-knowing, and we know man was as well. It is true for all mankind. That is the truth. We were all born babies. We were all born into an environment that was lacking. You know what I mean, Lord? So you know what? Let us not make man our judge just because man is not stable to. Man doesn't know the things that you know, right? Lord, you're all-knowing. You're all-powerful. So let us enter into that relationship with you in such a way that it begins to get to the core of who we are and your grace is filling in those cracks and we got such a solid foundation that we're taking the kingdom of heaven by force and things are happening, right? The, the, the kingdom is moving because you know what, Lord, at the end of the day, we know you're going to come back. You know, that's just the truth of the matter. We don't know when it says we don't know the day or the hour, Lord, but we look at the signs and we say, mm -hmm, it's right as a door, Lord. We want to be ready. I want, I want my brothers and sisters to be ready. I want to be ready. Lord, we want to enter in to the next phase you have for us, God, because if, if, if we're still going to be here for any amount of time, we want to go to the next level, that your glory would shine through us, God, that we would not be afraid to do that. Lord, I pray that you would uh, bless this podcast um, up until this point. I pray that the people who've been listening to it, God, are just getting some stability and encouragement in their life and some peace and some perspective that is grounding them from the inside out that their well-being is not dependent upon the things that are happening outside of them, that they have learned to make you their judge, that they know, Lord, that your will is to take us back to Eden, right? Back to the garden, your original intention, God, and that we can really live our out our authority that you've given to us, God. So I, I just pray you bless my brothers and sisters out there who listen to this podcast. Um, I pray they're encouraged and strengthened and that you would use this process, God, to uh, bring them to the next level in their life, Lord. So we love you. We thank you. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So, you guys, your core values are your deepest needs. That's the foundation of your being. Your core values are going to form everything from the inside out, right? Because what's the process? You guys remember? You're gonna you gotta know your values, right? And you gotta know your character. So, and you, how do you extract these things? You extract these things through the soil of your own life. Go through your own experiences that you've had. Look back at your life. Think about the things that you've been through, right? And that's the purpose of these questions. 
I've been asking you these questions for the last two weeks, or you know, maybe this last week, right? To help you start to identify, right? And I think we talked about, you know, you defining your character. We we did that um, like a month ago or whatever. So you should already have extracted who you are on the basis of character through the experiences that you've had, right? Um, you know, and and you know, getting to the value side of it, um, figuring out when in your life were you feeling fulfilled, proud of yourself, confident. You need to write those experiences down. You need to write down the, the the people that were involved, kind of the dynamics that were going on there that was allowing you to feel that way, right? Make Allowing you to feel like, wow, I have a purpose. And then you got to identify the areas in your life where you were feeling stressed and sort of secluded and isolated and frustrated and just like, what the heck? You know, you got that source of stress and tension. You've got to be able to identify why you were feeling that way. What was happening? You know, what was the experience? that was going on. How are you holding yourself back? How are you being? That's really, really key. How are you being in that situation that led you to feel stressed, isolated, angry, like your boundaries were crossed, right? Maybe you don't have any boundaries. Maybe you need to get some healing in your life, right? Maybe you allow yourself to be a doormat to other people. I don't know, right? I'm just trying to ask these questions to get provoke you to think a little bit deeper about your life, right? So you need to be able to identify your values. So when you're faced with any type of decision, if you know them, you already know, right? And that's why we talked about yesterday, know your top five, you know, your top five values. So if you are making a decision and they both seem like it's a good thing and you're not really sure what to do, you just go back to your values and you say, okay, you know what? Freedom for me, freedom's my top value, you guys. I'm always gonna choose freedom. I'm always gonna choose truth. I'm always gonna choose courage. I'm always gonna choose responsibility. I'm always gonna choose growth, right? So when you know those values about yourself, you know, you can you can better um, uh, discern the best thing for your life because that's what true wisdom is. It's, it's knowing, you know, yourself in, in terms of and how you are making decisions, how it's impacting you, right? Your high, your own highest regard, true self control, right? Because God wants you to be made in His image, and you can only do that within yourself. So you being able to recognize how your decisions are impacting you, taking responsibility for them, and then where you need to make adjustment, you make adjustment, right? So, you know, um, so asking yourself. You know, like, again, what were you doing when you felt like you were walking in your purpose? Who Who is with you? What other factors contributed to you feeling like you were, you know, doing what you were supposed to be doing? And then now you take a time to think about times you felt, you know, regretful and frustrated. You know, what memory comes to your mind? What was it specifically that led to those feelings, right? Because your thoughts, we talked about this before, you guys lead to how you feel. You got to backtrack. That's why you can't be afraid to acknowledge your feelings because your feelings will unlock the insight to the thoughts that you think, right? Just like Adam, I was afraid. <laughs> and God's like, whoa, wait a minute. Okay, um, what were you thinking about? Who told you that? So your emotion will always unlock the thoughts that brought you to that point, but you can't be afraid to acknowledge the emotion that's behind it, all right? Um, you know, identify times you're feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, annoyed, you know, what elements of this situation that led to these feelings? Again, emptiness, unhappiness, unfulfillment, right? You got to continue to dive in. And then you got to ask yourself, what are areas, times in your life where you had flow? When you just get lost in things, right? You got lots of joy and peace. What, what do you do that brings you joy and peace? What do you do that helps you feel like you're living out your, your, your core values, your motivations, 
right? That's your deepest needs, things that are so important to you, right? You've, hopefully you've got that list out right now in front of you and you're looking at it. So what do you do that brings that out? Okay, and what type of people do you need to have in your life? What type of people have the character qualities that you're looking for or live out the same types of values, right? What things do you listen to that really just, you're like, wow, it just fires you up, you know? Pay attention to that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and uh, sit down and, and go through your core values, right? Go through, go th find your top, we said, you know, at least 10, but eventually narrow them down to five. Okay, it's gonna take some time to do that because you have to look at your life and you gotta, you know, think about it and, and not be afraid to face certain things. Not be afraid to face your joys or your pains because both of them have insight. Your feelings are the, the sort, of, sort of the key to unlock the insight that you're looking for in your life, right? And isn't that funny? I told you guys a revelation I had a long time ago. You know, I'm like, Lord, I'm looking for these insights and these revelations by reading these books. And God's like, it's already in you. You just have to tap into it, right? And that's why you cannot be afraid to acknowledge, you know, the emotions and those kinds of things where you're at and saying, Lord, okay, what's the thought process behind that? All right. So, um, you guys, I don't think there's anything else to cover here. You know, um, I think I've already beaten a dead horse, right? So asking yourself these last few questions here when it comes to, you know, choosing your values, do, do the ones that you've picked, how do they make you feel? Do you feel like you're living at your highest peak, so to speak? You know what I'm saying? Are you proud of those things? Like, wow, okay, I know, I know um, exactly who I am. You know, I'm getting a little more grounded. And are you willing to communicate that to the rest of the world? Right? Do your values represent things that you support, even if it wasn't popular? Right? And put in the minority. Like for me, I value freedom. People are going to have different ideas of what freedom looks like. But you know what? I'm going to let freedom reign in my life. However, I discern it to be through the grace of God. You know, you can't let other people talk you out of living out your values. Okay? That's people pleasing. And so when you know your values again and you make decisions, you will have a sense of integrity because you know what's right. All right? You're going to make progress. So... Identifying taking time to understand your values is important and it's challenging, right? But you need to do it as we've already discussed why. You can use them to make the best decisions in your life. And it, it's a guiding force in your life, right? God's grace. But you have, to, you, have to un, you have to uncover the things that he's put in you. You cannot be afraid to tap into the desires and the purpose and the things you want to do, your deep values, your deepest needs, your motivations. Don't be afraid to tap into your motivations. It says if you commit it to God, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. So at what point are we going to start believing that the good things God's put on our heart are good because they're from him and God is only good. Right? So don't be afraid of yourself in that way. You know, go back to the gar go back to the garden, go back to the beginning. God has a plan, you guys. So anyway, I'll I'm going to get off here. Today's we're, we're not talking about values anymore. <laughs> it might come up in the equation, but we're going to start moving into the communication series now, you guys. We'll start a little we'll start that tomorrow kind of the opening of that so i'm kind of looking forward to that you guys um and communication is key especially these days you guys learning how to communicate in our families and our relationship with god and our community especially in the time we're in we gotta we gotta change something y'all um so anyway you guys have a wonderful rest of the day thanks for tuning into the podcast and uh you guys i've been doing a ton of videos on my facebook page daily encouragement with ashley campbell you guys can jump on there man i've been doing one like every day it feels like 
you know, so there's extra encouragement on there, you guys, if you guys are looking for something. I'm really trying to encourage you with the things God's encouraging me with because it says heaven and earth will pass away, but God's words will never pass away. So I'm trying to make that tangible. I'm asking God, Lord, make it tangible, tangible for me. And I want to make it tangible for other people because we all are supposed to be living in the freedom and the grace of God and uh, walking in our purpose. So anyway, you guys, thank you for giving me your ear this morning. I hope you guys have uh, been encouraged all the way through, up until this point. And uh, I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you.